Mesechta Baba Metziah, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. There's really not much of an introduction to Mesechta Baba Metziah, so we'll start right away with the opening Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Mishnah Aleph, Shnayim Ochsen Betalas, there are two people that are holding a talas. Each one claims that he found the talus. Each one is claiming I lifted up the talus first. My friend came He came and grabbed it after it was already in my hand. So therefore, the mitzia, this finding, should be mine. And the other fellow says the exact same thing. And it's possible it's possible that none of them are lying. Kigain, for example, they picked it up at the exact same time. Each one thinks that he picked it up first. So Kigain, for example, we're talking about a metzia, an object that was found that's not obligated to be returned to its owner. We'll learn more about this in Parag Bay. Not everything you find that has to be returned to its owner. So this scenario, it could be they're both telling the truth. They both think they picked it up first, but in reality, it's possible they picked it up at the same time. So what do you do? The Gemara explains another case. This case is talking about mekach umemchar, by, by purchases. Each one claims, I bought this talis from this seller. Ukagon, for example, so each one has this claim. And the seller himself, he sold it to one of them, uh, but he accepted money from both of them. Lokach mos mishneim. One of them he took money midas knowingly. The other one he took the money, you know, balkoch against his will. Ve'enazoch. He doesn't remember the seller. Who did he accept the money midas and who did he accept the money against his will? Sheilu hayomer had the seller say, "Lazemachati, I sold it to you first, Mister First Guy." So then harish kan eidecha. That's considered a, a testimony. There's one witness. And if the other fellow wants to claim it, then the other fellow would be chayyeh to take an oath, a shavuah, and a Torah to knock out this testimony. So we're talking about a case here where the seller knows he sold it to one of them. He just doesn't know which one he sold it to. Yes, he received money from both. One, one knowingly, one against his will. He doesn't know which one is the one knowingly, which one was the one against his will. Okay. Uh, the Mishnah, so the Mishnah says, so Zayishav, this is what you do. This one makes an oath, he makes a shavua, that there isn't him less than half in the uh, talis. This one swears that there isn't to him less than half, and they divide the talis. And if you can't divide it without ruining it, so then you just sell it and you divide the money. Now, what's with, with regard to this lashon of the shavua? There isn't to me less than half. Why are we speaking so backwards? So the Gemara explains, One does not make a Shavua and just swear the whole thing is mine. Why? We can't make a person take a Shavua on something that will not help him. The most his Shavua will help is to receive half. So he can't swear that the whole thing is his. He can only swear on half. So once he's swearing on half, though, to swear openly, I swear that half is mine. That won't work either. Why? Because he's claiming the whole thing is his. So, so he can't swear that half is mine if you're claiming the whole thing is yours. Therefore, you make a shavua in the lashon of a shalila. 
There isn't to me less than half. Meaning, I'm swearing that I have something in it. And there isn't to me less than half. Meaning, I have at least half. So you do this lashon, and then you're, it's, like a, it's a safe lashon to use when you're making this shavua. Uh, the truth is, to the letter of the law, they shouldn't even have to swear. Why? They're both holding the talis. So why are they making a shavua? They have a chazaka and they're holding it. The shavua is at the kanas chachamim. Why should they divide it with a shavua? In order that If you don't make a shavua, what's stopping some guy in the street from going over to another guy, grabbing it and saying, hey, this is mine. Oh, no, it's this mine. Okay, so let's divide it. <laughs> I have nothing to lose. I just grabbed it and I get half of it. So in order to avoid problems like this, we instituted this oath, the shavua, on a rabbinic level. And so to the Gemara explains as well, they were talking about a case in our Mishnah, this one's grabbing the strings at the edge of the talus, and the other one's grabbing the strings at the edge of the talus. However, if they're grabbing the talus itself, so then, if they weren't just grabbing the, tal- the strings, but they're grabbing the actual talus, then they can each take up until where their hand is holding, and then the remainder, they would divide evenly with a Shavua. So it comes out, this one's holding half of it, and the other one's holding half of it, up until there's nothing left in the middle. So in that kind of scenario, each one can just take that exact half and not have to make a Shavua. The mission says further, This one says the whole thing's mine. This one says half of it's mine. So if one claims the whole thing's mine, I picked it up first, I picked up the whole thing first, and you came and you grabbed it after I was ready to in it, and his friend says, oh, half is mine. Meaning, we lifted it up at the same time. Each one of us acquired half. So what you do is like this. The one that says the whole thing's mine, he swears, there isn't him less than three chalakim, and he has at least three quarters. From Because uh, on one half, his friend already admits to him that it's his. We're only donning the other half. So therefore, we divide that half that we're, that we're talking about. The Since he's swearing, he swears on everything he's taking. If he only swears on the quarter alone, there's a concern. Maybe he has a mind to the chilek that his friend already admitted him to, admitted him on. So therefore, he has to swear that you have there isn't to you less than three quarters, meaning you have three quarters. The one that says half is mine, he swears. He swears that there isn't to him less than a quarter. And then after they take their shvuas, this one takes three quarters, and this one takes a quarter. So basically, they're taking the um, one was swear, swear one was claiming the whole thing is his. One claimed half is his. So half we for sure know belongs to the first guy because the second guy is only uh, arguing on the other half. So it's that last half that we have to divide. Comes out, we divide that in half, each one takes a quarter. So it comes out, the first guy takes three quarters total, and the last guy takes uh, one quarter total. Okay. Mishnah Beis. There are two that are riding on top of an animal. An animal of Hefkar, with Onalus, they're both riding it. Or, if one is riding, one is leading it. This one says, the entire animal is mine. I wrote on it first, and some Hefkar, I acquired it. 
and now you're coming. You're coming afterwards and riding with me, or or leading it. This one says, "Coolishly, the whole thing is mine." No, this is my animal. So this one swears that there isn't to me less than half. The other one makes the same oath. And they divide it. It's like, it's like we learned the case of the Talas in the previous Mishnah. And the Mark explains that our Mishnah is coming to teach us. With regards to this Mitziah, this finding of this object, so an animal that is found, it can be acquired with the writing alone. Even without leading it. Kagayin, for example, the animal does not move from his place. He's just sitting on it. That in itself can make an acquisition. That's, the, that's what the mission is coming to teach us. The Yesh say from others hold, that no, with regards to a Mitzia, it's the same thing as acquiring something from your friend. That a Behemoth is not acquired just by sitting on it. Ella you got to lead it with your feet. you got to kick it so that it moves. you got to mamish ride it. However, if he according to the Bartanura, it's mashma, Shem Shneim Ruchum, if they're both riding it, Shneim Kuna, they can both acquire it even without uh, making it move, just by sitting on it. If one's riding it, and one's leading it on the floor, he's pulling it by the mouth. So then, Davka of his Mancha Ruchim, only when the rider is actually kicking with his feet and making it move, that's when the Ruchim, the rider, the Manak, and the leader are equal in their claim to divide it accordingly. If the one sitting on top of it is not riding it, not moving, not making a move, he's just sitting on it, so then he will not acquire the animal at all, rather the man, the leader, who is leading the animal in the street, will acquire it himself. And the Mishnah concludes, when they both admit, they got this both at the same time, or, where there's witnesses, they both picked up the talus at the same time, where they rode the animal at the same time, Cholkim below Shavuah. Then you can divide it without a Shavuah. And the, the Mepharshim explained that our mission is coming to teach us Sha'afilu Hodu, even if they admitted. They brought Adem. After there's a Psak Din, they should divide it with a Shavuah. Nevertheless, now that they admitted, or they brought Adem, they can divide it without a Shavuah.